It's the old radio comedy podcast. Welcome to episode 94 of the old radio comedy podcast, where we celebrate the classic comedy shows from the golden age of radio. Well, we're halfway through October and Halloween is fast approaching. Apple cider, pumpkins, cider donuts, cornfield mazes, fields being harvested, trees changing colors. I hope everyone is enjoying the fall, even in the midst of this pandemic. Today we bring you an episode from My Little Margie, that great comedy show that is one of the rarities in old-time radio, in that it actually started out on television. It ran on TV from 1952 to 1955, alternately between NBC and CBS, and then began airing simultaneously on the radio networks with parallel storylines. The TV show was more popular than the radio version, and both only lasted for three seasons, but they both remain classics of old-time comedy. Gail Storm starred as Scheming Little Margie, who lives with her father Vern, played by Charles Farrell, and other characters are Margie's goofy boyfriend Freddie, played by Gil Stratton Jr., uh, their neighbor Mrs. Odette's, played by Verna Felton, and the mean old boss, Mr. Honeywell, played by Will Wright. So sit back and relax for the March 13th, 1955 broadcast of My Little Margie. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Campana, creators of fine cosmetics, including Solitaire, Campana's completely different kind of cake makeup containing lanolin, presents My Little Margie, starring Gail Storm and Charles Farrell, transcribed in Hollywood. And now, let's look in a minute on Gail Storm and Charles Farrell. Gail, there's something wonderful about you. Yes? Your complexion always is as fresh and alive looking as if you just stepped out of a bandbox. Oh, Charlie, you're just complimenting solitaire cake makeup. Because when a girl wears solitaire, her complexion does look fresh and natural and flawless. Flawless even close up. But, Gail, I never see you dabbing at your face with powder puff or something. A habit that most girls have. Yes, it's solitaire again. You don't need to dab at your face or redo every little while when you wear solitaire. Solitaire's loveliness lasts for hours and hours and hours. No need to redo it. There you have it, ladies. Why don't you start wearing solitaire? Begin tomorrow. You'll be amazed at the compliments and the flattering glances you'll get. Solitaire, Campana's famous cake makeup with lanolin. Only 33 cents. 65 cents and $1 a compact in seven gorgeous shades at your cosmetic counter. In the Albright apartment high above Park Avenue today, Margie and her father are busy making plans. Vern has a few days off and he and Margie are trying to decide where to spend them. 
Amaji, let's fly down to Bermuda. The swimming is great there this time of year. No, thanks. It's awfully dangerous on the beach. Why? The sharks come too close? No, the wolves go too far. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, here's a travel folder from a dude ranch in Arizona. They've got both hiking and horseback riding at this resort. Hiking and horseback riding? Mm-hmm. Guests who travel on foot and guests who ride horses. Yes, sir. One man's blisters, another man's callus. <laughs> You're not interested in a dude ranch, I take it. I'm not interested in a dude ranch. You got it. Boy, I wish I had more time. I'd really go places. Ah, to be in Paris during the Spring Festival. Ah, to be in Holland during the Tulip Festival. Ah, to be in Hoboken during the Pizza Festival. <laughs> Mrs. Odette. Your friendly neighbor. Mrs. Odette, you've been spying on us again. Oh, I don't know. There's two ways of looking at it. Yeah, through the keyhole and over the transom. <laughs> So you want to go away for a few days, huh? Mm-hmm. Dad and I'd like to take a little trip somewhere. Oh, I'll never forget a trip I once made. I went from Chicago to Cleveland, then back to Chicago, then on to Pittsburgh, then back to Chicago, and then... Hey, wait a minute. Why'd you keep rushing back to Chicago? My suspenders were caught on the Wrigley building. <laughs> Your suspenders? You don't wear suspenders. Have you ever seen me in slacks? <laughs> Heaven forbid. I couldn't tell you from the Wrigley building. Well, now, if you'll permit me, I'll suggest a place to visit. Hollywood. Oh, it's wonderful. Have you ever been there? Yes, and it is wonderful. The minute I stepped off the train, I was walking on air. Walking on air? Yes. The porter forgot to put the stool down. Well, Hollywood is a thought. Would you like hi, to go everybody. to... Hi, everybody. Oh, hi there, Freddy. Am I interrupting anything? Yes, you are. Dad and I are planning a little trip for a few days. Travel, huh? Boy, I wish I could travel. Why can't you? Well, if a trip around the world cost a buck, I couldn't even get out of sight. Oh. <laughs> Here's two bucks. Stay out of sight. <laughs> Mr. Albright, I am going to ignore that remark, even though I am a sensitive type of youth. Have you decided where you're going, Margie? Well, we were thinking of California. California? Mm -hmm. When you can go to Las Vegas? <laughs> Fabulous, romantic, glamorous Las Vegas. It's the only place where you can come away with a small fortune. <laughs> yeah, if you went there with a big one. <laughs> Las Vegas does sound attractive. Think of the nightlife there. And all the movie stars. And all the big shows and the fancy swimming pools. Boy, if I was going, that's where I'd go. Well, for suggesting the ideal spot for our trip, I'm rewarding you by taking you along, too. Oh, boy. Gee, Dad, you're aces. Uh, in Las Vegas, that's a good thing to be. <laughs> and if you're all right, would you mind if I went along, too? Of paying my own way, of course. Oh, not at all, Mrs. Odette. Glad to have you. Thank you. You know, I've never seen modern Las Vegas, although I was there once before the town got so big. I remember I got a traffic ticket there. Oh, uh, what for? For double parking your covered wagon? <laughs> Dad, 
God, this hotel is simply beautiful. And look, you can see the gambling casino at the other end of the lobby. Mm, it's full, too. Everybody gambles in this town. You know, it cost $7 million to build this hotel. Yeah, and they made it back in the first two hours. <laughs> Come on, let's register. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, young man, are you the desk clerk? Well, I'm filling in. <laughs> clerk was given a day off by the management. He's terribly broken up. He lost his wife last night. Oh, oh, that's a shame. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, it's not too bad. Tonight he might win her back. <laughs> hey, now then, who would like to register first? Me. Would you like a room with a shower? No, I prefer a bed. I can't sleep standing up. <laughs> well, it looks like you're doing very well right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very good. Dad, you register for Mrs. Odette's and me. I'll look around for a bellhop with one of those little wagons for our luggage. Okay. Oh, there's one. Oh, bellhop, would you bring me a wagon? Not a bellhop. I'm a lieutenant in the Air Force. <laughs> well, in that case, bring me a plane. Well, I'd love to, honey. You and I could really fly. <laughs> You're kind of cute. Oh, it's really just a uniform. Without these brass buttons, I'm... Well, I'm really much handsomer. <laughs> Are you stationed nearby? Oh, yeah, I'm at the new air base and guided missile center in the desert. Where can I get hold of you? I don't know. I'm awfully ticklish. <laughs> oh, now you're just kidding. Look, I'm, I'm Lieutenant Bruce Howard. Oh, oh, Margie, we're all registered. Uh, not, not, uh, not right now, Dad. I'll see you later. Come on, beautiful. Let's you find ourselves a couple of chairs out in the sunshine. We'll sit down and hold hands. Hold hands? Well, I've got to put you through some sort of basic training for tonight. <laughs> There won't be any sunshine tonight. I'm counting on that. <laughs> Ruth, I'd love to see the base where you're stationed. Oh, sure, as soon as they finish final construction. The men are all excited about a new contest they've got. They're going to elect a girl, Miss Guided Missile. Miss Guided Missile? Yeah. Say, I'll bet you could get elected. Boy, what an idea. Look, let me submit your picture. You're beautiful enough to win in a breeze. You're sure you're not just shooting the breeze? Oh, no, no, really, on the level. The election's next Saturday. Oh, that's a shame. Dad's going back to New York on Tuesday. Oh, can't you persuade him to stay on? Well, he won't just because I'm in a contest. Wait. There's only one thing that'll keep him here. A beautiful girl. And I'm going to find him that girl. Swell, and you're a cinch to be misguided missile. Until I see you tonight, you'll, uh... You'll be running through my mind. <laughs> I'll have to. I wouldn't dare walk. <laughs> well, Margie figures Byrne will stay on in Las Vegas if she introduces him to a beautiful girl. The problem is, what girl? It's the next day now, and we find Margie with Mrs. Odette's near the swimming pool. Want to come in for a swim, Mrs. Odette's? Oh, no, thanks, Margie. They have such a beautiful bridal path here. I think I'll go riding. 
I didn't know you could ride. Oh, sure. When I traveled in Africa, that's how I got around. I used to ride side saddle. Uh, that's a sissy way. On an elephant? <laughs> but, Mrs. Odette, they don't have elephants here. Well, that's funny. There was a man in the cocktail lounge last night who said the place was full of them. <laughs> Pink ones. Yes, and I suppose he... Hey, Mrs. Odette's look. Hmm? That girl coming toward us. Now, there's a girl Dad could get interested in. <laughs> I don't see anything about her that would interest a man. All she's got is a beautiful face and a gorgeous figure and lovely hair. After all, what has she got that if I had, I wouldn't know what to do with anyway so she can keep But <laughs> Mrs. Odette, you're priceless. Pardon me. I see you've been in swimming. How's the water? Nice. Ah, oh, this place is so dull. I wish I could find a man. Hmm, step into my parlor, said the spider to the fly. What? Uh, Shakespeare. Oh. Oh, I'm Sheila Grant. How do you do, Miss Shakespeare? <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, Margie, I'm going. Uh, where to? To the cocktail lounge. I want to see some pink ones. <laughs> Miss Grant, did you say you wanted to find a man? Sure. Say, would you know of a man for me? I think so. You know, you have to be so careful these days. Is this guy the kind who would hold my hand right away and, and, and start telling me what a gorgeous figure I have and, and then try to figure out how to get me into his convertible for a moonlight drive and, and then start hinting that he wants to neck? Oh, no. So keeping that kind's no fun. <laughs> You want fun? Then this boy's for you. He's more fun than a clam at a people bake. Oh, Bernie Kins, I'm so glad your daughter introduced us. Yeah, so am I, Sheila Kins. <laughs> I love to dance with you. Well, naturally, I'm a sizzling dancer. I'm known as Vern the Hotfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, you're fun. And you have such a handsome physique. How do you do it? Hmm, exercise. Every morning I go one, two, up, down, one, two, up, down. And then I start on the other eyebrow. <laughs> Bernie Kins, I heard something so exciting. The airbase is having a contest. Misguided missile. I'd like to enter. Well, why don't you? If it's looks they want, you can win easily. But I need somebody to sponsor me. Would you be my sponsor and submit my picture, please? Please, pretty please. Hmm. I'd be delighted. And stop pucking your lips so temptingly at me. Or so help me, I'll kiss you. So kiss me, I'll help you. Hi, cutie pie. I got news. About the contest? Roger. It's narrowed down to two entries. You and another trim little fuselage. <laughs> but I'm counting on my fly boys to wave you in. God. 
wouldn't that be thrilling? By the way, Bruce, who is this other girl that's so close to me in the contest? Oh, uh, somebody named Sheila Grant. Sheila Grant? <laughs> that's so funny. It is? <laughs> sure. That's the girl I introduced to Dad. Wait till he finds out. I'll bet he has a good laugh about it. His daughter and his girlfriend competing against each other. <laughs> He'll probably get a kick out of it when he finds out that you and oh, Sheila... Oh, but right? Sheilakins, what am I going to do? I can't ask Margie to withdraw from the contest. I don't see why not. I want to be misguided missile. Well, you're already misguided. I mean, uh, look, now, Margie wants to win, too. But it means more to me. I'm starting a modeling career. Don't you want me to be a successful model? Hmm. Of course. Well, I've already been on the cover of the Farmer's Home Companion. Really? Of course. I was voted Miss Candled Egg. I'll bet your picture was on the wall of every hen house in the country. <laughs> Did you want to see me, Mr. Albright? Freddy, I need some advice. You've come to the right place, my son. <laughs> Sit down here on Daddy's lap and tell him what's troubling you. Well, if I ever sit on you, it won't be on your lap. <laughs> and stop needling me. I'm in enough trouble with Sheila. Trouble? She and Margie are neck and neck for that darn misguided missile contest. And she wants me to get Margie to withdraw. Well, that's a good idea. The thing that worries me is how to get Margie to step out. Yeah, you don't ask a girl like Margie to do a thing like that. She's got such pride, such self-respect, such a temper. Well, actually, winning the contest doesn't mean a thing to Margie And it does to Sheila It'll help her modeling career But I don't know what to do well, I wish I could help you, Mr. Albright Oh, wait a minute, I think I've got it I'll introduce Margie to a certain mysterious stranger What is it, a gag to fool her? Yeah, it's perfect And if it doesn't work, my name isn't Vern Albright And if she finds out you tricked her, your name won't be anything but Mud <laughs> Strike or spare, bowling or boating or bongo boards, young America sure knows how to have fun. And why not? Their senses are sharper, their tastes are keener, their enjoyment is deeper. Well, Vern Albright is determined to get Margie to withdraw from the misguided missile contest. He's devised a plan that he sure will work. Dad, I'm curious. Who is this mysterious person that's coming over tonight? Oh, well, that must be him now. Freddy, will you answer the door? Sure. Good evening. Hey, good evening. Is this the blaze? <laughs> well, this is this place. What place are you looking for? Oh, come in, Professor. Come in. Folks, I want you to meet Professor Hammerschlag. Hammer who? Schlag. Schlag. Gesundheit. Uh, <laughs> I thought you'd all be interested in meeting Professor Hammerschlag. He's an inventor. No correction, please. A famous inventor. 
I'm so thrilled. My second husband, Throckmorton, was always fooling around with inventions. Oh, is that so? Yes. As a matter of fact, he once perfected a device for looking through brick walls. Looking through brick walls? What did he call it? A window. (laughs) It sounds like a mental case. Professor, maybe you can help me with an invention of mine. For years now, I've had a theory that you can make shoes out of banana skins. What kind of shoes can you make out of banana skins? Slippers. (laughs) Freddy, whenever I look at you, I wonder. What is it, Mr. Albright? Uh, That's what I wonder. What is it? Uh, Folks, Professor Hammerschlag is the man... Professor Hammerschlag is the man who invented the new guided missile. How does the guided missile work, Professor? Well, now, my little popchen. The secret is in the thermonuclear activity, which is propelled by neutrons that are broken down by electrons... Until they become bon-bon. <laughs> it will just create a cosmic drive to outer space. Do you follow me? I lost you right after little pooption. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. You're going to see it for yourself. Oh. See oh. for myself? Oh, well, that's why the... Pro- <laughs> Well, well, that's why the professor's here, Marge. You see, the girl who is named Misguided Missile will have the honor of taking the first trip in the Guided Missile. Uh, where is the trip going? To the moon, Mars, Jupiter, who knows? The sky is the limit. <laughs> Marge, are you still awake? Yes, Dad. Thinking of going up in that guided missile scares me. Well, don't worry about it. If they don't name you misguided missile, you won't have to go. (laughs) I'll close your door so you can sleep. Good night. Oh, gosh, I'm sleepy. (sighs) But if I do win the contest, I'll have to go. (sighs) If I do win... If I do win, if I do win, if I do win... Margie, you won! Yes, your misguided missile. Oh, how exciting! <laughs> and you shall be honored by making the first trip in the guided missile. But, but I don't want to go up in this... <laughs> missile? Too late, Margie. We're already up 60,000 feet. Dad, how did you get into my dream? I don't know. Must have been something I ate. (laughs) (laughs) Whee! Look at this thing go! (laughs) Well, I'm certainly glad you two are going along with me. How about me? Freddy, how did you get in on this? Well, I figured if I could make the first guided missile trip to the moon, it would be a feather in my cap. Oh, well, this is awful. 
Well, you wanted to be misguided missile. How do we stop this thing? Ach, I knew I forgot to invent something for this missile. <laughs> well, what did you forget to invent, Professor? Power brakes. <laughs> Professor, where are we now? Well, according to the instruments, we are somewhere in a radius. Hmm. I'll look out the porthole. What do you see? Nothing but smog. <laughs> then we must be over Los Angeles. <laughs> what they're going to say at the asylum when they find out that I have a Well, Sheila, it looks like you're a cinch to win that misguided missile contest. Margie has withdrawn. So have I. Why? I heard that the winner will make the first trip in the missile. And I'm afraid of high altitudes. It makes me lightheaded. Oh, boy. You must have been up there a long time. <laughs> oh, I said, uh, I said you might have a good time. <laughs> but, uh... But, Sheila, there's nothing to that story. I made it up and introduced Margie to a phony professor to scare her out of it. What? All of all the sneaky tricks. I'm going to get back in that contest. Me, too. It's too late, girls. Mrs. Odette, what do you mean? You are gazing at misguided missile herself. <laughs> Mrs. Odette, do you mean to say that the men at the airbase chose you? Yes. When Margie and Sheila withdrew, the men figured it was best. The beautiful girl's picture on the missile wouldn't mean a thing. What do you mean? They decided to put a face on the missile that would scare the enemy. <laughs> so I won in a breeze. <laughs> well, well, that's, that's our little Mrs. Mrs. Odette.
you know, Dad, on second thought, it might be fun to see Mars and Saturn and Pluto. Huh. The only Pluto I want to see is in the funnies. But I suppose you young people would get a kick out of space hopping. Sure. You know how it is, Dad. We know how to get fun out of everything. My Little Margie stars Gail Storm and Charles Farrell and is based on characters created by Frank Fox and produced, directed, and transcribed by Gordon T. Hughes for Hal Roach Jr. and Roland Reed. My Little Margie is written by Lee Carson and Jack Harvey. Verna Felton is Mrs. Odette and Gil Stratton Jr. is Freddie. Others in the cast were George Neese, Frank Nelson, Hans Conrad, and Gene Tatum. I'm Roy Rowe. That was the March 13th, 1955 episode of My Little Margie, The Misguided Missile Contest. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a few moments to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. I really appreciate it. And send us a comment or a suggestion at oldradiocomedypodcast at gmail.com. Enjoy your autumn and tune in next time for another classic radio comedy show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. <laughs>